Blog Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Hello, welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Brother Phil here. I am coming on tonight to talk about being born again and rapture ready. Unless you are born again, uh, Jesus told Nicodemus that you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then he talked about um, the wind and how it blows and goes back and forth but you don't know where it comes from. So will the Holy Spirit be the same way? It would be invisible. You cannot see him, but he is there working in the lives of believers. Now, I want to play for you guys right quick, Matthew 25, um, chapters 1 through 13, and then we'll be back to talk about the Scripture. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. So God knows all things, God is in control, but we are not robots. 
So the Matthew 25, verse 1 through 13, illustrates five virgins who were wise and five who were foolish. The wise took oil and they left, but the foolish did not. What does the oil represent? It represents the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're none of God's. It says that in Romans chapter 8. We walk by the Spirit, not by the flesh. God told the woman at the well that you must worship God in spirit and in truth. Now, the truth part is the important part because everybody leaves out the truth. We are in the last days. We are in apostasy. We are in the times where the word of God will be a famine in the land. You will not be able to find the true word of God. Jesus said, when I come, will I find the faith on the earth that I left, that the disciples left, the apostles left, the prophets left? And the answer to the question is no. We are living in apostasy so bad that... Uh, we cannot um, find the actual word of God, not from these big line pastors, not from the most famous rich pastors, not from the pastors who have the big giant churches that they fill up every weekend. These guys are pleasing the people in the church. They're not appeasing God. They're not pleasing God. They're not putting God first in their in their um and in their church or in their preaching. Okay, so um, with that being said, we have to look at being born again is a is a supernatural thing. It is not something where you just hold it and you hold it by word of mouth or you say, I am a Christian. The Bible says many, many Millions will come in my name saying, I am a Christian and will deceive many. Multiple people will go to church on weekends and unfortunately imitate being a Christian, being a follower of Jesus. They will tell people in in their neighborhoods and their families and their jobs that I am a Christian. I am I am a believer in Jesus Christ. I am born again. But most people are not born again because they do not hold the truth. They hold the, they hold the truth in unrighteousness. Um, they hold the truth in their own control. In other words, they do not obey God. They do not obey the followings of the Bible. They do not obey um, the teachings of the Bible. They do not obey God when he says these people will not inherit the kingdom of God. These people, meaning the people who do such things. Um, When you read the word of God um, and I think it's Colossians chapter 3, I'm going to read it as soon as it pops up on the screen. This The Internet's working pretty slow today, and I apologize for that. But um, Colossians chapter 3 has a list, along with other books of the Bible, who has a list of things that, and the Bible says, this was once you. You once did these things, but now you are born again. Being born again means that the Spirit of God comes in you. You are different. You are converted. 
Um, hold on for a second. So, I'm sorry for the quiet. The uh, internet's not working as fast. But anyway, um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 5 says, Mortify. Sorry for that blank. My screen blanked off. It says, Mortify, therefore, your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil conspicuousness, covetousness, which is adultery, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. And the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of, out of your mouth, lie not one to another. But it says in verse 6, for which things sake the wrath of God coming upon the children of disobedience. The people who do this list of things, and the Bible has plenty of lists um, where we need to be careful as the things that we're doing. Um, Acts 3.19 says, Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Now, people are saying now that you can't lose your salvation, and uh, once you say the sinner's prayer, you belong to God, and uh, all you need to do is believe, and you're saved. Well, belief can be dead, belief. Faith can be dead, faith. Um uh, it says, uh, repent ye therefore and be converted. Repent means change your mind. And this is in Acts 3.19. Uh, repent means change your mind. Be converted means turn from that thing. So your sins cannot be blotted out. Your sins cannot be erased unless you stop them. You stop them by the power of God. There's a power of being born again. It's a new creation. Old things are now. You gonna you can fall, you can you can you can you can uh, sin and and get in, in predicament. Uh, but the Bible says in First John chapter two that we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will stand in between God and man. First uh, Timothy two five. It says there's only one mediator between God and man. So if you slip and fall or if you fall, or if you sin, Jesus is the advocate, which will, um, but it, it says if a man says he has no sin, he makes God a liar, the truth is not in him. So we're all sinners and fall short of the glory of God, but we're not supposed to go around saying, I'm a sinner, 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 I'm a sinner. You know, I hear a lot of people say, I'm a sinner. I thought you was a believer in Christ. I thought you was a Christian. I thought you was a person who who was following Jesus. Instead, we title ourselves sinner. You hear these pastors preach to the congregation, we're sinners. We're sinners. I sin. I sinning all the time. I'm sinning. As a matter of fact, I'm sinning right now as I preach to you. <laughs> no, you're not. 
you're not sinning as you preach to me. Um, so we, we're, we're living in a world uh, contrary to sound belief. We're living in a world contrary to the word of God. We're not we're not living in a world where Jesus is the Lord and his word is still firm. We have a famine in the land, and it's not just food. The famine in the land is Jesus Christ. And you know what you know what happens when you don't follow God's word? Well anyway, I'm going to um Read. This computer is really slow, so I'm going to use the other computer. Um, the Bible says, who the Son sets free and is free indeed. Um, free, the way you're free and the way you you made free is by the truth. It's, the Bible says you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Um John, I'm looking it up right now, John 8. So the truth, the actual truth, that's why you have people go to church on Sundays and they're crying and they go to the front and, you know, especially in black churches, you know, they play the sad music and the preacher's preaching and people are coming to the front. Nothing's wrong. Nothing wrong with coming to the front. If you, if you feel like you need to come to the front, that's fine. That's I'm not I'm not saying anything negative about coming to the front, but I am saying this. Um, hold on for a second. I think I'm at the wrong the wrong chapter, ain't I? Uh, thirty. That's John thirty. Why does it look like it's the wrong? Chapter. Okay, I'm gonna do John thirty thirty six. This is crazy. Uh the gospel of John Chapter eight. This is weird. I mean it's, it's, I'm looking for who the sun sets free, it's free indeed. But I'm not. It's kind of weird because I'm not. I'm not. And any. And okay, I see what it says. It says the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, "If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples." Now, a lot of people aren't holding to the teachings of Jesus Christ. What they're doing is they're replacing grace with with a simple grace that it, it lets you um, sin. Uh, matter of fact, they say the grace of God, you know, will cover your sins, cover you and your sins, both past, present, and future. It says in um, John uh, eight thirty one, it says, if you hold to my teaching, you're really my disciples. So if you're not holding to his teaching, you're not his disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, if you don't know the truth, you're going to be captive to addictions, to alcoholism, to drugs, to pornography, to things that will easily beset you. And the Bible says, get rid of those things that easily beset you. You know, there's a meme um, on Facebook of a person trying to go through airport security, but they got all this baggage. They got all this stuff, and they can't get through. It says, and, and um, John 
8:34, Jesus replied, "Verily I say unto you, everyone who is a slave to everyone who sins is a slave to sin." Now, if you practice sin, it's not saying that you can't, you won't sin. I mean, but are you are 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 you? Is that your destination? Is that your destiny? Is that is that your goal? Is to sin because you are a sinner, or is your goal to live righteous and to do what Jesus asks you to do and what Paul preached? A lot of people assume Paul is contrary to Jesus, or Paul supersedes Jesus. The Bible asks, "Is Paul divided?" I mean, is, is Jesus divided? Excuse me. Is, was, is, 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 are you talking to Cephas? Are you talking to Paul? Or is, are you talking to Jesus? Were they divided? No. They all followed Jesus. You know, Paul said, my gospel. I heard a brother talk about it. He's off the deep end anyway. He's talking about his, um, that Paul said it was his gospel, like his personal, his gospel. No, Paul was saying it's my gospel to preach to the Gentiles, to the lost. It wasn't his gospel. Like, it was Jesus' gospel. So anyway, it says, now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but the son belongs to it forever. So if the son set you free, you are free indeed. So Jesus is like the the slave owner of the house, and he's setting the captives free. So you got to think about it that way, that Jesus is setting you free from sexual addictions, from pornography, from 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 prostitution. That's why he told the lady caught in, the, in adultery, go sin no more. He, 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 he and, and a lot of people will skip that part. A lot of people skip a lot of parts. It says in Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's also distorted knowledge. It's also knowledge that twists the word of God, twists to their own sin, to their own hurt, to their own destruction. You're not to be twisting God's word and and twisting it to a point where it frees you up. Instead of being a a captive, uh, instead of being a slave to Christ, you're a slave to your own nature. You're a slave to sin. You're a slave to habitual sin. I know a lot of men who have a problem with masturbation, probably women also. I know that's, that a lot of people don't want to hear that, but people have trouble with masturbation because they have not conquered the flesh. They have not subdued the mind. You know, there's a saying, you can let a bird land on your head, or you can have it fly over your head. You can have memory thoughts. You have thoughts in your mind, uh, you know, and, and your mind can be the worst thing yet. You don't even have to step in, step into a moment of crime. You don't have to step into a bed with somebody else. You just have it in your mind. The Bible says, down imaginations and everything that exhausts itself to, to the to – the, um, Obedience to Christ. You take those not that. So you have to go places. You have to do things. You have to watch things. You have to listen to things that are heavenly bound, not hell bound. You don't. You you cannot put your your um, coals on your chest and balance it. You cannot put your 
you hang around the cookie jar, and the mom asks, Jonathan, what are you doing in the kitchen? I got my hand in the cookie jar. Get out the kitchen. Get out the kitchen. If you go to a mall where you know that half little teeny bopper girls halfway naked, you don't go to the malls. You don't put yourself in positions. You don't watch movies that will stimulate you. You get away from that stuff. The Bible says to flee um, youthful lust. You get away from that stuff. You know, I'm not coming to you guys like I got it all together, but you know what? God has worked the work in me that I cannot explain. You know, God has worked the work in me that I cannot explain. But the number one thing you should ask God to do is change your will. Say, God, change my will. Have me not like these things of this world. Have me not love the things of this world. Have me not like the lust of the flesh or the lust of the eyes or the pride of life. Help me to despise sin. Help me to despise uh, uh, sinning against you and evil. Help me to despise evil. To be in a place of hanging around. Who's your friends? Who are you hanging out with? Are they influencing you? Or are you influencing them for Christ? You know, I'm not your judge. I'm not trying to judge you. I'm not here trying to judge you. I am here preaching because I haven't been on Blog Talk Radio for a long time, and this is what I preach about on Blog Talk Radio now. Even if it gets boring to you. I hope it doesn't. I'm going to keep these shows short and sweet and to the point. And the Bible talks about once, you know, if you save, if you once save, always save, that's not the case. Now, a person who goes through the straight gate is truly saved and they will never lose their salvation unless they walk away from God. If you go through the straight gate, if you go through the straight gate, then you are permanently born again because the Bible says, how could you, after tasting the heavenly things, after tasting the Holy Spirit, after being uh, saved and anointed and, and understand the things of God, that you can walk away from God? Once you're born again, but you have to enter into the straight gate before you become one saved, always saved. There is no such thing. You have the you're not robots. We're not robots. We can we can walk away from God at any time. We are in the last days of the last days of the last days. You must be truly born again. That is what the virgins that had oil in their lamp. The wise should understand, but the foolish will not understand. They will continue to do wickedness until the day that the, the last day of the last day of the last day. They will continue to do wickedness. The Bible says in Revelations that that he who has been righteous will continue to be righteous, and he who has been wicked will continue to be wicked at the point when Jesus Christ comes back. Matter of fact, I can almost tell you these watch times that we've just had, and there are people who have walked away from Christ, because they were upset that he did not come back when they wanted him to come back, and they said, "Oh, I'm just gonna go go ahead and do my go ahead and live my life, and I'm just gonna go ahead and do life." Somebody told me that uh, you, can, you need to we need to just do life, do life. Well, when you do life, you get in a car accident, and you go to hell. You are gonna do life, all right? Eternal life in hell. Not trying to be mean or nothing. I know this is something that the world does not take this word kind. They don't take these words kindly because they know that the the people 
of God is keeping them from doing their new world order, keeping them from starting uh, the rise of their their antichrist, their God, their Savior, their their King, and 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 once we as a church, the true believers, the bride of Christ, get out of here, then they can start their new world order. Yes, yes, it is coming. It is right around the block. I believe at the end of this this Jubilee year, or it could be any day now, but I really believe that the Feast of Trumpets, the next Feast of Trumpets, will probably bring on the the Antichrist, the rapture of the church, the Antichrist, and the last days, seven-year tribulation period. We we have to keep our eyes open, though, that he can come back at any moment. I mean, you know, we can be wrong about things, and he can come back at any moment, and and you better be ready. Jesus said if I come back at the first watch, second watch, third watch, fourth watch, you better be ready for my coming. It says, it, Jesus said it. He says in uh, John 31, he says, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciple. That's what makes the ten versions, the five versions have oil, because they held to his teachings. They held to Jesus Christ's teaching. They held to his word. They did not faint. That's why he said in Revelations uh, 3, 10, you have kept the words of my patience. I will also keep you out of the time of testing that is coming upon the whole world. That's what he's talking about there. So with nothing else to be said, I want you guys to keep tuning in to the Prophecy Zone. We're going to be talking about Bible prophecy. We're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the, the preaching of the Word of God, and uh, and I and I just want to welcome those people who are in South Africa and Nigeria and 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 Ghana, and thank you for listening to the program. Those who are in Australia and 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 Britain and Switzerland, thank you so much for listening to this program. Those who are in India. Thank you. May the Lord be with you. Uh, may the Lord bless your ministry. If you're in the ministry, may the Lord bless your your watching and praying and getting close to God as he gets ready to come back. I am so blessed to be on here. I, and I also, for um, um, listening to me on iHeartRadio and iTunes or, um, and um some of the other ones, um, uh, Spreaker, um, just thank you so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure being able to come on here. Um, what else? It's, I mean, so many uh, radio um, uh, platforms that have the Prophecy Zone. We just haven't been doing any radio shows, so that's going to be – we're going to have to grow um, – you know, grow our listeners. But anyway, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the program. And uh, hopefully I can put on the right intro, outro. God bless you guys. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in three, two, one. The Prophecy Zone 
with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful night. Running for day. God bless.